This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Tuesday, February 7th. You're listening to WNBF. The Binghamton Planning Commission will hold a public hearing on the city's first licensed cannabis retail store. The shop to be operated by On Point Cannabis at 75 Court Street is expected to open soon. The site has been home to Just Breathe, a business that has been selling hemp-derived products since the summer of 2021. Owner Damian Cornwell was awarded one of New York State's first retail marijuana licenses last November. Cornwell initially had hoped to begin cannabis sales in early January, but the preparation work to meet state requirements has taken longer than anticipated. Cornwell discussed some details of the operation during a planning commission meeting a few weeks ago. The commission has scheduled a public hearing on the site plan review and a special use permit for the new business. The session is set for today at 5.50 p.m. in the Binghamton City Council Chambers at City Hall. A sign at Just Breathe on Monday afternoon indicated the place is closed until Friday. Cornwell was not available to comment on the revised schedule for launching cannabis sales. A walkway over Interstate 81 linking homes in the Sunrise Terrace neighborhood with Otsoningo Park in the town of Dickinson will be removed soon. The pedestrian bridge between Bevere Street and Old Front Street opened for use in January 1968. The State Department of Transportation shut down the walkway without advance notice to the public a few years ago. Town Supervisor Michael Marinaccio said there are more than 300 homes in the Sunrise Terrace development located to the west of the pedestrian bridge. The DOT sent a letter to residents and business operators informing them of what the agency described as an upcoming bridge project. The message explains the project will entail the removal of the walkway. According to the letter from the agency's Andrew Stiles, winter maintenance of the aging structure had become increasingly hazardous, so the decision was made to close the bridge. According to the Evening Press, the walkway cost $312,000 to construct. Over its nearly 55-year lifespan, the bridge was used by a relatively small number of walkers, bicyclists, and skateboarders. The letter noted a new pathway for pedestrians was recently constructed along Front Street. The DOT planned to remove the old bridge during the upcoming construction season. Some nighttime work will be required for the project. It's not known when the removal will occur. In a press release on Monday, City of Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram announced nearly $197,000 in funding for a number of local nonprofits. Fourteen local nonprofits will receive funding from the Federal Community Development Block Grant. Among those receiving the most funding are the Police Athletic League, receiving $25,000 for capital upgrades to PAL Camp, Metro Interfaith, receiving $20,000 for housing counseling and referral program, and Discovery Center receiving $18,666 for capital upgrades to Story Gardens Amphitheater. Mayor Cram stated this funding is going directly to the local nonprofits that provide residents of every age with critical services, like after-school programming, job readiness training, and help for first-time homeowners. By supporting our community partners and the invaluable work that they do on behalf of residents, the city is investing in the well-being of those who live and work here. Achieve Action for Older Persons, American Civic Association, Binghamton Adult Education, Binghamton Housing Authority, Broome County Urban League, CARES, Mothers and Babies Perinatal Network, Tri-Cities Opera, and Vines will also receive funding from the Federal Community Development Block Grant. In Broome County Court, Johnny Hardwick, age 41 of Binghamton, pled guilty to felony attempted robbery in the second degree. He will be sentenced to 12 years to life in New York State Prison on April 26th. Hardwick admitted that on October 21, 2022, he entered Weiss Markets on Pennsylvania Avenue in Binghamton and stole merchandise. When confronted by a store employee, Hardwick pulled out a large knife, threatening the worker. 
He was apprehended by the Binghamton Police Department a short time later. Due to Hardwick's lengthy violent criminal record that includes felony convictions for sexual abuse in the first degree in 2011 in Broome County and attempted robbery in the first degree in 2002 in New York City, he is classified as a persistent violent felony offender under New York state law. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said defendant Hardwick's criminal history began in Queens in 2000. He has made no effort to lead a law-abiding life. Therefore, it is necessary to protect the citizens of our community for a lengthy period of time. This sentence accomplishes that. A small earthquake in western New York yesterday jolted people awake, but apparently caused no significant damage. The U.S. Geological Survey preliminarily reported a magnitude 3.8 earthquake centered east of Buffalo at about 6.15 a.m. on Monday. A seismologist says it matched the intensity of the strongest earthquake the region has seen in 40 years of available records. That's a quake that was recorded in 1999. The shaking lasted only a few seconds, but sent residents unaccustomed to earthquakes to social media in search of an ex explanation. Erie County Executive Mark Pollenkars tweeted that the quake was felt in at least a 30-mile radius. Police say an 82-year-old woman who was pronounced dead at a New York nursing home was found to be breathing three hours later at the funeral home where she had been taken. The woman was pronounced dead Saturday morning at Water's Edge Rehab and Nursing Center at Port Jefferson on Long Island. No update on her condition was available Monday. The matter was referred to the state attorney general's office for investigation. A new report says nearly 150 New York City police officers committed misconduct, including using excessive force, while responding to the 2020 protests over the killing of George Floyd. The report released Monday by the city's Civilian Complaint Review Board also says many officers dis disciplined by the police department received punishment that was less than the panel recommended, and some were not disciplined at all. The board says more than 600 complaints could not be investigated because officers could not be identified. The NYPD objected to many of the report's conclusions and said it omitted the fact that officers were responding to dangerous situations while protecting the city. Crews in Ohio have released toxic chemicals from five cars of a derailed train near the Pennsylvania state line to reduce the threat of an explosion. Flames and black smoke billowed high into the sky from the derailment site. Norfolk Southern Railway confirmed Monday evening that the cars were draining and that burning was underway as planned. Authorities were monitoring the air quality to make sure that toxic fumes weren't spreading. Ohio's governor earlier ordered residents near the site to evacuate because of the risk of death or serious injury. Officials believe most have left. Pennsylvania's governor said residents of that state near the derailment site also had left, but he urged people within a two-mile radius to keep their doors and windows closed as a precaution. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, chance of showers after 5 p.m., increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of showers mainly before 9 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 40 degrees. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 26. Thursday, freezing rain likely before 10 a.m., then rain, a high near 43 degrees, a 90% chance of rain. Thursday night, chance of showers before 1 a.m., cloudy with a low near 39 degrees, 40% chance of rain. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290, also available at 92.1 FM. We sell the ultimate driving machine at Galt BMW. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked, endless worrying about college, cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question. 
Being a teenager is tough. And what do New York's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association. Individual. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Good morning on this Tuesday, February 7th. It's 614. You're listening to WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We'll have some guardrail repairs on I-81 in both directions between Exit 10, U.S. 11, New York 41, McGraw, and Exit 13, New York 281, Preble. Work starts today at 7 a.m., runs through noon. One right lane of three lanes will be closed. We also have drainage improvements on U.S. 11 in both directions between Blodgett Mills Road and Ridge Road. There will be single-lane alternating one-way traffic with flaggers. Work runs today from 7 a.m. to noon. All lanes will be closed northbound, and all lanes will be open southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now, about 17 degrees outside. Windchill has it at 9 degrees. Today, chance of showers after 5 p.m., increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of showers mainly before 9 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow, cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 40. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 26. And Thursday, freezing rain likely before 10 a.m., then rain, a high near 43 degrees, chance of rain 90%. Thursday night, chance of showers before 1 a.m., cloudy with a low near 39 degrees, chance of rain 40%. 6.15, you're listening to WMBF. WMBF. 6.17 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Kyrie Irving is a member of the Dallas Mavericks with a trade from Brooklyn becoming official. The Mercurial Guard, who will now be paired with fellow All-Star Luka Doncic, could also make his Dallas debut on Wednesday at the Los Angeles Clippers. Doncic could be out against the Clippers with a heel injury. Whenever the All-Stars do get together on the court, Doncic and Irving instantly become one of the NBA's top duos in a tightly packed Western Conference. The Brooklyn Nets broke up their All-Star duo of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving by trading Irving to Dallas. Compared to that, the other top teams in the Eastern Conference look pretty stable heading into Thursday's trade deadline. Boston has the best record in the NBA and a team that reached the finals a season ago. Milwaukee has the league's longest current winning streak at eight games. And the Philadelphia 76ers haven't always been a picture of tranquility in recent years, but they've won 9 of 11 and are third in the conference, just three games behind the Celtics. Paul George scored 29 points, Kawhi Leonard added 24, and the Los Angeles Clippers overcame a career-high 47 points from Cam Thomas in his first start to beat the shorthanded Brooklyn Nets 124-116. to 
Ivica Zubak added 19 points and 12 rebounds for the Clippers, who won for the eighth time in 10 games and finished 4-2 on their six-game Eastern Conference road trip. Thomas, who scored 44 to rally the Nets past Washington on Saturday, was even better on the day the Nets completed the trade that sent Kyrie Irving to Dallas. But Los Angeles outscored Brooklyn 25-9 over the final 6 minutes 20 seconds. Some hockey action. Alexis Lafreniere scored 1 minute and 37 seconds into overtime and Jaroslav Halak made 28 saves as the New York Rangers beat the Calgary Flames 5-4. Lafreniere led a 2-on-1 rush and then tracked down the rebound of Mika Zimanejad's shot, beating netminder Jacob Markstrom for his 7th goal this season. That ended a frenzied game that was tied four times and featured several fights following big hits, two by Rangers captain Jacob Truba, Calgary's Andrew Maggiapane, and Michael Stone scored two minutes apart early in the third period to give the Flames a 4-3 lead, but Mika Zimanejad scored his second goal of the game to tie it for the fourth time at 12.55. Philippe Chatil also scored twice for the Rangers, who improved to 9-2-3 and in their last 14 games. And Kyle Palmieri and Matthew Barzal scored for the New York Islanders in their first game since they acquired All-Star center Bo Horvat, leading them to a 2-1 win over the Philadelphia Flyers. Horvat made his debut a day after the Islanders signed him to an eight-year contract worth $68 million. The 27-year-old Horvat was chosen as an All-Star and played for the Pacific Division on Saturday. Horvat already had ties his career high with 31 goals this season in 49 games with Vancouver. Nicholas DeSolorius scored for the Flyers. And the New York Mets have claimed reliever Sam Coonrod off waivers from the NL East rival Philadelphia Phillies. Coonrod had a 782 ERA in 12 appearances, covering 12 and two-thirds innings last year for the National League champions. The right-hander is 7-5 with a 527 ERA and five saves in 105 games over four major league seasons with San Francisco and Philadelphia. He struck out 95 and walked 44 in 97 and a third's innings. 30-year-old Coonrad was designated for assignment by the Phillies last week when they signed free agent infielder Josh Harrison. To make room on the 40-man roster, outfielder Khalil Lee was designated for assignment by the Mets. 6:21 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors began the week with minor losses. The Dow Jones gave up 35 points Monday to close at 33,891. The S&P 500 slipped six-tenths of one percent. The Nasdaq Composite surrendered one percent on the day. The big oil bonanza continues. BP this morning reported record annual profits, more than doubling last year's total. Chevron, ExxonMobil, and BP's British rival Shell also have reported their own record profits. Despite the drumbeat of interest rate hikes, the average for a 30-year home loan is actually down nearly one full point from November's high. That may be helping drive more buyers back into the market. Mortgage applications are up by about 25% since the end of last year. And getting a good seat at an AMC theater will cost a little more. The country's biggest movie theater chain is raising the ticket price for seats in the middle by about a dollar or two. Those in the front row will be slightly cheaper. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Hey, non- News Radio 1290, WMBF. 624 on WMBF. Now time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. You know, this time of year it can be really difficult to get good quality sleep. 
The days are short, the nights are long, seems like it's always dark outside. With less exposure to sunlight, our circadian rhythms are thrown out of whack. We can get tired and hungry throughout the day, and colder weather might make you less likely to work out. So experts we talked to suggested trying to carve out time to exercise first thing in the morning. That'll help set your energy level for the day. Also, put a premium on eating even better than you do during the summer. Foods with a lot of fiber, for example, are going to help you feel fuller and longer. And just because you're not hot and sweaty, like you might be under the hot sun, do still pay close attention to your hydration. Make sure you're drinking plenty of water, not drinking too much alcohol. You might fall asleep more quickly, but you'll be tossing and turning all night long. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Are you the parent of a two to seven year old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one -on -one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month, but you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. My friend Teddy almost set his house on fire. He used a counterfeit, you know, a fake wall charger. He had to go to the hospital. My big sister Jenna's face turned bright red. She was just showing people online how to use a new cream. She still has the scars. My brother's friend Billy had to jump off his motor scooter when it caught fire. He fell and got hit by a car. He broke his leg blew his chances to play basketball in college. My BFF Chloe was riding her bike and hit a ditch. Her helmet broke in two. Now, she has a brain injury. There is a cost to buying cheap. Do you want to pay the price? Real products are tested for safety. Protect yourself. Don't fall for fake products. Visit ncpc.org slash go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Now that, that sound is why we fund life-saving science. That sound is why we push you to be healthier. That sound is why we have an unhealthy obsession with your health at American Heart Association. Get the facts at heart.org slash your health. News Radio 628 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We'll have some guardrail repairs on I-81 in both directions between exit 10, US 11, New York 41, McGraw, and exit 13, New York 281, Preble. Work starts today at 7 a.m. and runs through noon. One right lane of three lanes will be closed. We'll also have drainage improvements on US 11 in both directions between Blodgett Mills Road and Ridge Road. There will be single lane alternating one-way traffic with flaggers. Work runs today from 7 a.m. to noon. All lanes will be closed northbound and all lanes will be open southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. 
Right now, about 17 degrees outside. Windchill has it at 9 degrees. Today, chance of showers after 5 p.m. Increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of showers mainly before 9 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow, cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 40. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 26. And Thursday, freezing rain likely before 10 a.m., then rain. A high near 43 degrees, 90% chance of rain. Thursday night, chance of showers before 1 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 39 degrees, chance of rain 40%. 6.30, you're listening to WMBF. Did you know? on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. Every once in a while, man accomplishes the impossible. That's Matthew McConaughey as Elvis Presley, secret agent, in the first trailer for the forthcoming animated Netflix series, Agent Elvis. The teaser's got the king of rock and roll, karate-chopping bad guys, and even walking on the moon. You think he's ready? News of the series, which is co-produced by Elvis's widow, Priscilla Presley, was first announced three and a half years ago. Agent Elvis debuts on Netflix next month. What you've done before today is not my concern. Look for spinoffs of the Showtime series Billions and Dexter. The Wall Street Journal reports producers are taking a cue from Yellowstone, which already birthed two spinoffs as Showtime merges with Yellowstone parent streamer Paramount+. Plus. 59 years ago Tuesday, the Beatles arrived in New York to begin their first U.S. tour. And country superstar Garth Brooks turned 61 today. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. Hi, folks. 145 over 92. 180 over 111. 182 over 100. And I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest. And then a stroke. Your blood pressure numbers could change your life. A lot of people don't understand, including myself, I didn't, now I do, uh, the impact of having a stroke. My memory is shot. When I woke up, I couldn't speak. Lowering your high blood pressure could save you from a heart attack or stroke. If you've stopped your treatment plan, restart it or talk to your doctor about creating one that works better for you. Start taking the right steps at manageyourbp.org. It's a new life, but I'm going to make it better. Uh, Coming back, ask your doctor, check your blood pressure. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Tuesday, February 7th. You're listening to WNBF. The Binghamton Planning Commission will hold a public hearing on the city's first licensed cannabis retail store. The shop to be operated by On Point Cannabis at 75 Court Street is expected to open soon. The site has been home to Just Breathe, a business that has been selling hemp-derived products since the summer of 2021. Owner Damian Cornwell was awarded one of New York State's first retail marijuana licenses last November. Cornwell initially had hoped to begin cannabis sales in early January, but the preparation work to meet state requirements has taken longer than anticipated. Cornwell discussed some details of the operation during a planning commission meeting a few weeks ago. The commission has scheduled a public hearing on the site plan review and a special use permit for the new business. The session is set for today at 5.50 p.m. in the Binghamton City Council Chambers at City Hall. 
A sign at Just Breathe on Monday afternoon indicated the place is closed until Friday. Cornwell was not available to comment on the revised schedule for launching cannabis sales. A walkway over Interstate 81 linking homes in the Sunrise Terrace neighborhood with Otsoningo Park in the town of Dickinson will be removed soon. The pedestrian bridge between Bevere Street and Old Front Street opened for use in January 1968. The State Department of Transportation shut down the walkway without advance notice to the public a few years ago. Town Supervisor Michael Marinaccio said there are more than 300 homes in the Sunrise Terrace development located to the west of the pedestrian bridge. The DOT sent a letter to residents and business operators informing them of what the agency described as an upcoming bridge project. The message explains the project will entail the removal of the walkway. According to the letter from the agency's Andrew Stiles, winter maintenance of the aging structure had become increasingly hazardous, so the decision was made to close the bridge. According to the Evening Press, the walkway cost $312,000 to construct. Over its nearly 55-year lifespan, the bridge was used by a relatively small number of walkers, bicyclists, and skateboarders. The letter noted a new pathway for pedestrians was recently constructed along Front Street. The DOT planned to remove the old bridge during the upcoming construction season. Some nighttime work will be required for the project. It's not known when the removal will occur. In a press release on Monday, City of Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram announced nearly $197,000 in funding for a number of local nonprofits. Fourteen local nonprofits will receive funding from the Federal Community Development Block Grant. Among those receiving the most funding are the Police Athletic League, receiving $25,000 for capital upgrades to PAL Camp, Metro Interfaith, receiving $20,000 for housing counseling and referral program, and Discovery Center receiving $18,666 for capital upgrades to Story Gardens Amphitheater. Mayor Cram stated this funding is going directly to the local nonprofits that provide residents of every age with critical services, like after-school programming, job readiness training, and help for first-time homeowners. By supporting our community partners and the invaluable work that they do on behalf of residents, the city is investing in the well-being of those who live and work here. Achieve Action for Older Persons, American Civic Association, Binghamton Adult Education, Binghamton Housing Authority, Broome County Urban League, CARES, Mothers and Babies Perinatal Network, Tri-Cities Opera, and Vines will also receive funding from the Federal Community Development Block Grant. In Broome County Court, Johnny Hardwick, age 41 of Binghamton, pled guilty to felony attempted robbery in the second degree. He will be sentenced to 12 years to life in New York State Prison on April 26th. Hardwick admitted that on October 21, 2022, he entered Weiss Markets on Pennsylvania Avenue in Binghamton and stole merchandise. When confronted by a store employee, Hardwick pulled out a large knife, threatening the worker. He was apprehended by the Binghamton Police Department a short time later. Due to Hardwick's lengthy violent criminal record that includes felony convictions for sexual abuse in the first degree in 2011 in Broome County and attempted robbery in the first degree in 2002 in New York City, he is classified as a persistent violent felony offender under New York state law. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said defendant Hardwick's criminal history began in Queens in 2000. He has made no effort to lead a law-abiding life. Therefore, it is necessary to protect the citizens of our community for a lengthy period of time. This sentence accomplishes that. A small earthquake in western New York yesterday jolted people awake but apparently caused no significant damage. The U.S. Geological Survey preliminarily reported a magnitude 3.8 earthquake centered east of Buffalo at about 6.15 a.m. on Monday. A seismologist says it matched the intensity of the strongest earthquake the region has seen in 40 years of available records. That's a quake that was recorded in 1999. The shaking lasted only a few seconds but sent residents unaccustomed to earthquakes to social media in search of an ex explanation. 
Erie County Executive Mark Polencars tweeted that the quake was felt in at least a 30-mile radius. Police say an 82-year-old woman who was pronounced dead at a New York nursing home was found to be breathing three hours later at the funeral home where she had been taken. The woman was pronounced dead Saturday morning at Water's Edge Rehab and Nursing Center at Port Jefferson on Long Island. No update on her condition was available Monday. The matter was referred to the state attorney general's office for investigation. A new report says nearly 150 New York City police officers committed misconduct, including using excessive force, while responding to the 2020 protests over the killing of George Floyd. The report released Monday by the city's Civilian Complaint Review Board also says many officers disciplined by the police department received punishment that was less than the panel recommended, and some were not disciplined at all. The board says more than 600 complaints could not be investigated because officers could not be identified. The NYPD objected to many of the report's conclusions and said it omitted the fact that officers were responding to dangerous situations while protecting the city. Crews in Ohio have released toxic chemicals from five cars of a derailed train near the Pennsylvania state line to reduce the threat of an explosion. Flames and black smoke billowed high into the sky from the derailment site. Norfolk Southern Railway confirmed Monday evening that the cars were draining and that burning was underway as planned. Authorities were monitoring the air quality to make sure that toxic fumes weren't spreading. Ohio's governor earlier ordered residents near the site to evacuate because of the risk of death or serious injury. Officials believe most have left. Pennsylvania's governor said residents of that state near the derailment site also had left, but he urged people within a two-mile radius to keep their doors and windows closed as a precaution. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, chance of showers after 5 p.m., increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of showers mainly before 9 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow, cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 40 degrees. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 26. Thursday, freezing rain likely before 10 a.m., then rain, a high near 43 degrees, a 90% chance of rain. Thursday night, chance of showers before 1 a.m., cloudy with a low near 39 degrees, 40% chance of rain. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. As the world faces the challenges of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, Lions recognize that kindness matters now more than ever. And Lions and Leos are finding ways to continue to serve our communities, including ordering food delivery for healthcare workers, holding story time for children online, and providing surgical masks to medical professionals and first responders. Empowering us to do more, Lions Clubs International Foundation has provided nearly $2.5 million in grant funding for COVID-19 relief. And that support continues to grow. For more than 100 years, in times of need, Lions always find a way to help those around them. And after we emerge from this, we will be stronger than ever. Visit lionsclubs.org to learn more. on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Very early in the morning, 6.44 a.m. Not a lot for me to do this morning during a commercial break. 
It gives me a lot of time to think to the future what I might do in the Binghamton area in the near future, like the Binghamton on crap. Binghamton on tap craft beer festival Saturday, March 25th. It's moving to the arena this year. Tickets are on sale right now and start at $60 for VIP and $43 for general admission. So you want to get those tickets before the price goes up, and it will the closer we get to the event. Don't wait. Don't wait until Friday, March 24th, and say to yourself, I really want to go to the Binghamton On Tap Craft Beer Festival. Sounds like a lot of fun. I know James Kelly is going to be there from WMBF, so it must be a fun event if he's going to be there. He doesn't leave the house for anything that's not fun. So don't wait. Get your tickets now. We've also teamed up with Fox 40 for the Clubhouse card. This is your opportunity to play 30 of the area's best golf courses. You'll also get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop, and all for under $170. Making the game of golf just a little bit more affordable. Costs a lot of money to play golf. Costs a lot more money to get good at golf. You have to play so much. I need extreme coaching to be able to fully take advantage of the golf cart, but I'm sure most people in the Binghamton area are much better golfers than me. So this golf cart is perfect for you. You can start dreaming about the summertime and get off work, go hit the course, play 18, have yourself a day. It's 6.45, you're listening to WMBF. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban, or rural. You must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We'll have some guardrail repairs on I-81 in both directions between exit 10, US 11, New York 41, McGraw, and exit 13, New York 281, Preble. Work starts today at 7 a.m., runs through noon. One right lane of three lanes will be closed. We also have drainage improvements on US 11 in both directions between Blodgett Mills Road and Ridge Road. There will be single-lane alternating one-way traffic with flaggers. Work runs today from 7 a.m. to noon. All lanes will be closed northbound and all lanes will be open southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 17 degrees outside. Windchill has it at 9 degrees. Today, chance of showers after 5 p.m. Increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of showers mainly before 9 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow, cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 40. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 26. And Thursday, freezing rain likely before 10 a.m., then rain, a high near 43 degrees, chance of rain 90%. Thursday night, chance of showers before 1 a.m., cloudy with a low near 39 degrees, chance of rain 40%. 6.50, you're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. 
There are now more than a million hobby drones registered in America. Heaven only knows how many are buzzing around unregistered. But if one hovers above your home, watching you, much like the Chinese spy balloon, what can you do? I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. The Chinese spy balloon floated across the entire United States, from Montana to South Carolina. But a hobby drone should only fly 400 feet above the ground. But what if a drone is hovering and videoing your home and your family? The government can shoot down spy balloons and drones? You can't. Shannon's law makes it a federal crime to discharge a firearm into the sky. It's also against the law to jam a drone signal. You just don't know where it will fall. Here's what to do. Photograph it and call the police. And then try to see wherever it lands. Find my daily longer podcast wherever you get your podcast. It's perfect for at home or whenever you're on the go. It's called Kim Commando Today. Are you prepared for the unexpected? It's only a matter of time before your out-of-warranty vehicle is in the shop costing thousands. If that unexpected breakdown happened today, would you be ready? You can be with a plan through CarShield. When I needed a repair on an older vehicle, CarShield saved me over $4,000. With CarShield, I don't have to worry about what might happen to my car next. After all, your car is more than just getting you from point A to point B. From picking up your kids to going to a new restaurant, cars are an essential part of our lives. That's why CarShield offers protection plans to fit every budget and include 24-7 roadside assistance, courtesy towing, and rental car eligibility. Call now to save 20%, so you'll always be prepared for the unexpected. Call 800-858-2550 or go to carshield.com slash Kim. That's 800-858-2550 or visit carshield.com slash Kim to save 20% today. That's carshield.com slash Kim. Do you have... Six fifty-seven on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Kyrie Irving is a member of the Dallas Mavericks with the trade from Brooklyn becoming official. The Mercurial guard will now be paired with fellow All-Star Luka Doncic and could make his Dallas debut tomorrow as at the Los Angeles Clippers. Doncic could be out until against the Clippers with a heel injury. Whenever the All-Stars do get on the court together, Doncic and Irving instantly become one of the NBA's top duos in a tightly packed Western Conference. In the Nets game, Paul George scored 29 points, Kawhi Leonard added 24, and the Los Angeles Clippers overcame a career-high 47 points from Cam Thomas in his first start to beat the shorthanded Brooklyn Nets 124-116. Ivica Zubak added 19 points and 12 rebounds for the Clippers, who won for the eighth time in 10 games and finished 4-2 on their six-game Eastern Conference road trip. Thomas, who scored 44 to rally the Nets past Washington on Saturday, was even better on the day the Nets completed the trade that sent Kyrie Irving to Dallas. But Los Angeles outscored Brooklyn 25-9 over the final 6 minutes and 20 seconds. Some hockey action. Alexis Lafreniere scored 1 minute and 37 seconds into overtime. And Jaroslav Halak made 28 saves as the New York Rangers beat the Calgary Flames 5-4. Lafreniere led a 2-on-1 rush and then tracked down the rebound of Mika Zimanejad's shot beating netminder Jacob Markstrom for his seventh goal of this season. That ended a frenzied game that was tied four times and featured several fights following big hits, two by Rangers captain Jacob Truba. Calgary's Andrew Payne and Michael Stone scored two minutes apart early in the third period to give the Flames a 4-3 lead, 
while Mika Zibanejad scored his second goal of the game to tie it for the fourth time at 12.55. Philippe Chatil also scored twice for the Rangers, who improved to 9-2 and 3 in their last 14 games. And Kyle Palmieri and Matthew Barzell scored for the New York Islanders in their first game since they acquired All-Star center Bo Horvat, leading them to a 2-1 win over the Philadelphia Flyers. 6.59, you're listening to WMBF. You watch. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Closing out hour number one of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly. Two, hour to get, two hours to go until Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now, ABC News. Up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Tuesday, February 7th. You're listening to WNBF. The Binghamton Planning Commission will hold a public hearing on the city's first licensed cannabis retail store. The shop to be operated by On Point Cannabis at 75 Court Street is expected to open soon. The site has been home to Just Breathe, a business that has been selling hemp-derived products since the summer of 2021. Owner Damian Cornwell was awarded one of New York State's first retail marijuana licenses last November. Cornwell initially had hoped to begin cannabis sales in early January, but the preparation work to meet state requirements has taken longer than anticipated. Cornwell discussed some details of the operation during a planning commission meeting a few weeks ago. The commission has scheduled a public hearing on the site plan review and a special use permit for the new business. The session is set for today at 5.50 p.m. in the Binghamton City Council Chambers at City Hall. A sign at Just Breathe on Monday afternoon indicated the place is closed until Friday. Cornwell was not available to comment on the revised schedule for launching cannabis sales. A walkway over Interstate 81 linking homes in the Sunrise Terrace neighborhood with Otsoningo Park in the town of Dickinson will be removed soon. The pedestrian bridge between Bevere Street and Old Front Street opened for use in January 1968. The State Department of Transportation shut down the walkway without advance notice to the public a few years ago. Town Supervisor Michael Marinaccio said there are more than 300 homes in the Sunrise Terrace development located to the west of the pedestrian bridge. The DOT sent a letter to residents and business operators informing them of what the agency described as an upcoming bridge project. The message explains the project will entail the removal of the walkway. According to the letter from the agency's Andrew Stiles, winter maintenance of the aging structure had become increasingly hazardous, so the decision was made to close the bridge. According to the Evening Press, the walkway cost $312,000 to construct. Over its nearly 55-year lifespan, the bridge was used by a relatively small number of walkers, bicyclists, and skateboarders. The letter noted a new pathway for pedestrians was recently constructed along Front Street. The DOT planned to remove the old bridge during the upcoming construction season. Some nighttime work will be required for the project. It's not known when the removal will occur. In a press release on Monday, City of Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram announced nearly $197,000 in funding for a number of local nonprofits. Fourteen local nonprofits will receive funding from the Federal Community Development Block Grant. Among those receiving the most funding are the Police Athletic League, receiving $25,000 for capital upgrades to PAL Camp, Metro Interfaith, receiving $20,000 for a housing counseling and referral program, 
and Discovery Center receiving $18,666 for capital upgrades to Story Gardens Amphitheater. Mayor Cram stated this funding is going directly to the local nonprofits that provide residents of every age with critical services, like after-school programming, job readiness training, and help for first-time homeowners. By supporting our community partners and the invaluable work that they do on behalf of residents, the city is investing in the well-being of those who live and work here. Achieve Action for Older Persons, American Civic Association, Binghamton Adult Education, Binghamton Housing Authority, Broome County Urban League, CARES, Mothers and Babies Perinatal Network, Tri-Cities Opera, and Vines will also receive funding from the Federal Community Development Block Grant. In Broome County Court, Johnny Hardwick, age 41 of Binghamton, pled guilty to felony attempted robbery in the second degree. He will be sentenced to 12 years to life in New York State Prison on April 26th. Hardwick admitted that on October 21, 2022, he entered Weiss Markets on Pennsylvania Avenue in Binghamton and stole merchandise. When confronted by a store employee, Hardwick pulled out a large knife, threatening the worker. He was apprehended by the Binghamton Police Department a short time later. Due to Hardwick's lengthy violent criminal record that includes felony convictions for sexual abuse in the first degree in 2011 in Broome County and attempted robbery in the first degree in 2002 in New York City, he is classified as a persistent violent felony offender under New York state law. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said defendant Hardwick's criminal history began in Queens in 2000. He has made no effort to lead a law-abiding life. Therefore, it is necessary to protect the citizens of our community for a lengthy period of time. This sentence accomplishes that. A small earthquake in western New York yesterday jolted people awake, but apparently caused no significant damage. The U.S. Geological Survey preliminarily reported a magnitude 3.8 earthquake centered east of Buffalo at about 6.15 a.m. on Monday. A seismologist says it matched the intensity of the strongest earthquake the region has seen in 40 years of available records. That's a quake that was recorded in 1999. The shaking lasted only a few seconds, but sent residents unaccustomed to earthquakes to social media in search of an ex explanation. Erie County Executive Mark Polencars tweeted that the quake was felt in at least a 30-mile radius. Police say an 82-year-old woman who was pronounced dead at a New York nursing home was found to be breathing three hours later at the funeral home where she had been taken. The woman was pronounced dead Saturday morning at Water's Edge Rehab and Nursing Center at Port Jefferson on Long Island. No update on her condition was available Monday. The matter was referred to the state attorney general's office for investigation. A new report says nearly 150 New York City police officers committed misconduct, including using excessive force, while responding to the 2020 protests over the killing of George Floyd. The report released Monday by the city's Civilian Complaint Review Board also says many officers dis disciplined by the police department received punishment that was less than the panel recommended, and some were not disciplined at all. The board says more than 600 complaints could not be investigated because officers could not be identified. The NYPD objected to many of the report's conclusions and said it omitted the fact that officers were responding to dangerous situations while protecting the city. Crews in Ohio have released toxic chemicals from five cars of a derailed train near the Pennsylvania state line to reduce the threat of an explosion. Flames and black smoke billowed high into the sky from the derailment site. Norfolk Southern Railway confirmed Monday evening that the cars were draining and that burning was underway as planned. Authorities were monitoring the air quality to make sure that toxic fumes weren't spreading. Ohio's governor earlier ordered residents near the site to evacuate because of the risk of death or serious injury. Officials believe most have left. Pennsylvania's governor said residents of that state near the derailment site also had left, but he urged people within a two-mile radius to keep their doors and windows closed as a precaution. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. 
Today, chance of showers after 5 p.m., increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of showers mainly before 9 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow, cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 40 degrees. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 26. Thursday, freezing rain likely before 10 a.m., then rain, a high near 43 degrees, a 90% chance of rain. Thursday night, chance of showers before 1 a.m., cloudy with a low near 39 degrees, 40% chance of rain. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, news radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Do you worry about how much someone drinks? Do you feel angry or depressed most of the time? Do you feel neglected or unloved? Do you feel you attract people who tend to be compulsive or abusive? Do you have money problems because of someone else's drinking? Are you afraid or embarrassed to bring your friends home? Do you feel that if the drinker loved you, she or he would stop drinking? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone. More than half of all adults have a family history of alcoholism. Not everyone trapped by alcohol is an alcoholic. Families and friends are suffering too. Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 1-866-200-0223 or visit alanon.org slash help. Seven thirteen on WMBF. You're listening to hour number two of First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We'll have some guardrail repairs on I-81 in both directions between Exit 10, US 11, New York 41, McGraw, and Exit 13, New York 281, Preble. Work starts today at 7 a.m. and runs through noon. One right lane of three lanes will be closed. We also have drainage improvements on US 11 in both directions between Blodgett Mills Road and Ridge Road. There will be single lane alternating one-way traffic with flaggers. Work runs today from 7 a.m. to noon. All lanes will be closed northbound and all lanes will be open southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 16 degrees outside, some fog and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 6 degrees. Today increasing clouds with a high near 41. Tonight chance of showers mainly before 10 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow cloudy then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 40. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 26. And Thursday, freezing rain likely between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m., then rain. A high near 43 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 30 miles per hour, 90% chance of rain. Thursday night, rain before 8 p.m., then a chance of showers between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. A low near 39 degrees, chance of rain 90%. 7.15, you're listening to WMBF. Need Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section, when dad injured his back, when your basketball star tore his ACL. Opioids helped with the pain, and you held on to them, just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Opioids are powerful pain-reducing prescription medicines, but most people who are prescribed opioids don't finish their prescriptions. 
so millions of unused opioids are sitting in homes across the country. And tragically, more than 100 Americans die every day from overdoses involving opioids. What can you do to protect your family? Remove the risk of unused opioids from your home. Pills, patches, or syrups in drawers, purses, and cabinets, anywhere they might be hiding. To find out how to dispose of them properly, visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Seven eighteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Kyrie Irving is a member of the Dallas Mavericks with the trade from Brooklyn becoming official. The mercurial guard, who will now be paired with fellow All-Star Luka Doncic, could make his Dallas debut t- tomorrow at the Los Angeles Clippers. Doncic could be out against the Clippers with a heel injury. Whenever the All-Stars do get on the court together, Doncic and Irving instantly become one of the NBA's top duos in a tightly packed Western Conference. The Brooklyn Nets broke up their All-Star duo of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving by trading Irving to Dallas. Compared to that, the other top teams in the Eastern Conference look pretty stable heading into Thursday's trade deadline. Boston has the best record in the NBA and a team that reached the finals a season ago. Milwaukee has the league's longest current winning streak at eight games. And the Philadelphia 76ers haven't always been a picture of tranquility in recent years, but they've won 9 of 11 and are third in the conference, just three games behind the Celtics. And in the Nets game, Paul George scored 29 points, Kawhi Leonard added 24, and the Los Angeles Clippers overcame a career-high 47 points from Cam Thomas in his first start to beat the shorthanded Brooklyn Nets 124-116. to Ivica Zubak added 19 points and 12 rebounds for the Clippers who won for the eighth time in ten games and finished 4-2 and two on their six-game Eastern Conference road trip. Thomas, who scored 44 to rally the Nets past Washington on Saturday, was even better on the day the Nets completed the trade that sent Kyrie Irving to Dallas, but Los Angeles outscored Brooklyn 25-9 over the final 6 minutes 20 seconds. Some hockey action. Alexis Lafreniere scored 1 minute and 37 seconds into overtime. And Jaroslav Halak made 28 saves as the New York Rangers beat the Calgary Flames 5-4. Lafreniere led a 2-on-1 rush and then tracked down the rebound of Mika Zimanejad's shot, beating netminder Jacob Markstrom for his seventh goal this season. That ended a frenzied game that was tied four times and featured several fights following big hits, two by Rangers captain Jacob Truba. Calgary's Andrew Payne and Michael Stone scored two minutes apart early in the third period to give the Flames a 4-3 lead, but Mika Zibanejad scored his second goal of the game to tie it for the fourth time at 12.55. Philippe Chatil also scored twice for the Rangers, who improved to 9-2-3 and in their last 14 games. And Kyle Palmieri and Matthew Brazal scored for the New York Islanders in their first game since they acquired all-star center Bo Horvat, leading them to a 2-1 win over the Philadelphia Flyers. Horvat made his debut a day after the Islanders signed him to an eight-year contract worth $68 million. The 27-year-old Horvat was chosen as an all-star and played for the Pacific Division on Saturday. Horvat had already tied his career high with 31 goals this season in 49 games with Vancouver. Nicholas Deslarius scored for the Flyers. Some baseball news. The New York Mets have claimed to reliever Sam Coonrod off waivers from the NL East rival Philadelphia Phillies. Coonrod had a 7.82 ERA in 12 appearances, covering 12 and two-thirds innings last year for the National League champions. 
The right-hander is 7-5 with a 5.27 ERA and 5 saves in 105 games over four major league seasons with San Francisco and Philadelphia. He struck out 95 and walked 44 in 97 and a thirds innings. The 30-year-old Coonrod was designated for assignment by the Phillies last week when they signed free agent infielder Josh Harrison. To make room on the 40-man roster, outfielder Khalil Lee was designated for assignment by the Mets. 722 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors began the week with minor losses. The Dow Jones gave up 35 points Monday to close at 33,891. The S&P 500 slipped six-tenths of one percent. The Nasdaq Composite surrendered one percent on the day. The big oil bonanza continues. BP this morning reported record annual profits, more than doubling last year's total. Chevron, ExxonMobil, and BP's British rival Shell also have reported their own record profits. Despite the drumbeat of interest rate hikes, the average for a 30-year home loan is actually down nearly one full point from November's high. That may be helping drive more buyers back into the market. Mortgage applications are up by about 25% since the end of last year. And getting a good seat at an AMC theater will cost a little more. The country's biggest movie theater chain is raising the ticket price for seats in the middle by about a dollar or two. Those in the front row will be slightly cheaper. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Do you have... Seven twenty-four on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Political Insights. Here are your political insights from ABC News. What are lawmakers hoping to hear from President Biden as he delivers his State of the Union tonight? I want to hear about you know gun violence prevention. Democratic Congressman Jared Moskowitz, Republican Pete Sessions, meanwhile. The inflation and the border are the biggest decision-making points that the American people focus on. The White House says Biden has been working for days on the speech and will continue tweaking it until it's delivered. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy focusing on the still unresolved issue of the nation's debt limit. A responsible debt limit increase that begins to eliminate wasteful Washington spending and puts us on a path towards a balanced budget is not only the right place to start, it's the only place to start. The White House calling on Congress to increase the debt limit without conditions. Vice President Kamala Harris set to head to Germany next week for the Munich Security Conference. The visit comes just ahead of the one-year anniversary of the start of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Those are your political insights. I'm Mark Remillard, ABC News. You want... Providing you with the best solutions of your lifetime. The KSO Insurance Weekly Spotlight with Karen Sweet O'Neill on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 726 on WNBF. We're now joined by our insurance expert, Karen Sweet O'Neill. How's it going, Karen? Pretty good, James. How are you? Oh, pretty good so far. Well, the day is young. Yeah, a normal day so far. Nothing too exciting <laughs> going on. Yeah, that's. A, I'm okay with that. It's nice to have those days every now and then when yeah. everything's no not falling apart. Yeah, right? Oh, my stars. Like the news is sometimes a horror story. It's like, good Lord, I can't even watch it before I go to bed. Yeah, well, last week, especially in Binghamton, was a little crazy. Uh, this week, so far, so good. So far, so good. Okay, we'll take it. Oh, my stars. So tomorrow, we are going to talk about Social Security benefits. 
And when should you start taking Social Security? Always one of the biggest questions that people have because, obviously, once you make that choice, unless, I mean, there are some circumstances that that uh, change this, but once, for, mo- for the most part, James, once you make your election on your Social Security benefit on when to take it, then that's pretty much the way it's going to stay. And also, it's all, you know, it's dependent on um, so many different factors, and it's so individualized that you there's just not a one-size-fits-all, that's for sure. So you have to really dig deep and look at your finances, look at your situation, look at your health, and then determine, hmm, when should I take it? If you're married, um, when should my spouse take it? And you know, how much can I work before that's going to impact my Social Security benefit where they're going to take some of it back? So all of those things we're going to talk about tomorrow. And, uh, you know, it's it's really important for people to just take some time before they make that election and really think about it because, again, it could make up, you know, a, a good chunk of your retirement um, revenue. So you want to make sure that, you know, you make the right decision for you. So hopefully we can help people out with that. Yeah, and maybe some people say, you know what, I'm, I need Karen's help. I don't know what any of this means, so I need Karen's help. Well, that happens quite a bit. And, you know, and a lot of times, too, it will be part of uh, part of your financial plan, you know, as far as if you're working with an advisor and, um, obviously, because they're going to have all of your assets right in front of you and right in front of them and say, okay, here's where you might want to take it and not take social. So it, it's a big plan that uh, a lot of people need to make, and some people not so much. Sometimes it's very um, cut and dry, and it makes sense to just know the rules and the regulations and how much you're going to give back if you start it too early. We are at 1708 Vestal Parkway East, up above Plato's Closet and Style Encore. You drive right up to us. Some people think we're, you know, you have to go into an elevator or what have you, James. So, no, we're right on all one level. And you can reach us several ways. You can give us a call at 607-772-4898. You can Google us at KSO Insurance, and all our contact information comes up. Or simply go to a phone book, and we have a big display ad under insurance in the yellow pages, and we will talk a little bit about Medicare audits tomorrow as well. Big day of critically important information for people in the Binghamton community. You betcha. As usual. Thanks, James. Yeah. Well, Karen, thanks for joining us today. Uh, Looking forward to talking again tomorrow. Very good. Have a great day. You too. That's Karen Sweet O'Neill, our insurance expert at 7.30. You're listening to WMBF. When I Are you thinking about buying medicine online? A search for online pharmacies yields more than 20 million results. But which ones can you trust? Medicines bought from unlicensed online pharmacies can be dangerous. You may get a fake drug, your condition may get worse, or you may experience a bad reaction. Don't put your health at risk. To learn how to find an online pharmacy that's safe and legal, visit FDA.gov slash BeSafeRx. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration.
7.31 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We'll have some guardrail repairs on I-81 in both directions between Exit 10, U.S. 11, New York 41, and McGraw, and Exit 13, New York 281, Preble. Work started today at 7 a.m. and runs through noon. One right lane of three lanes will be closed. We also have drainage improvements on U.S. 11 in both directions between Blodgett Mills Road and Ridge Road. There will be single-lane alternating one-way traffic with flaggers. Work started today at 7 a.m., runs through noon. All lanes will be closed northbound, and all lanes will be open southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 16 degrees. Could see some fog and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 6 degrees. Today, increasing clouds with a high near 41. Tonight, chance of showers mainly before 10 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow, cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 40. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 26. And Thursday, freezing rain likely between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m., then rain, a high near 43 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 30 miles per hour, a 90% chance of rain. Thursday night, rain before 8 p.m., then a chance of showers between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., a low near 39 degrees, 90% chance of rain. 733, you're listening to WMBF. Question, what will you find on all over-the-counter or OTC medicine packages to help you choose the right drug and use it safely? The answer, the drug facts label. This label lists the medicine's active ingredients and purpose, how much to take, and warnings you should know before using it. Remember, even OTC medicines you buy without a prescription can cause side effects you don't want. So follow the information listed on the drug facts label. For more information, visit fda.gov slash drug facts label. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Tuesday, February 7th. You're listening to WNBF. The Binghamton Planning Commission will hold a public hearing on the city's first licensed cannabis retail store. The shop to be operated by On Point Cannabis at 75 Court Street is expected to open soon. The site has been home to Just Breathe, a business that has been selling hemp-derived products since the summer of 2021. Owner Damian Cornwell was awarded one of New York State's first retail marijuana licenses last November. Cornwell initially had hoped to begin cannabis sales in early January, but the preparation work to meet state requirements has taken longer than anticipated. Cornwell discussed some details of the operation during a planning commission meeting a few weeks ago. The commission has scheduled a public hearing on the site plan review and a special use permit for the new business. The session is set for today at 5.50 p.m. in the Binghamton City Council Chambers at City Hall. A sign at Just Breathe on Monday afternoon indicated the place is closed until Friday. Cornwell was not available to comment on the revised schedule for launching cannabis sales. A walkway over Interstate 81 linking homes in the Sunrise Terrace neighborhood with Otsoningo Park in the town of Dickinson will be removed soon. The pedestrian bridge between Bevere Street and Old Front Street opened for use in January 1968. The State Department of Transportation shut down the walkway without advance notice to the public a few years ago. Town Supervisor Michael Marinaccio said there are more than 300 homes in the Sunrise Terrace development located to the west of the pedestrian bridge. The DOT sent a letter to residents and business operators informing them of what the agency described as an upcoming bridge project. The message explains the project will entail the removal of the walkway. According to the letter from the agency's Andrew Stiles, winter maintenance of the aging structure had become increasingly hazardous, so the decision was made to close the bridge. According to the Evening Press, the walkway cost $312,000 
to construct. Over its nearly 55-year lifespan, the bridge was used by a relatively small number of walkers, bicyclists, and skateboarders. The letter noted a new pathway for pedestrians was recently constructed along Front Street. The DOT planned to remove the old bridge during the upcoming construction season. Some nighttime work will be required for the project. It's not known when the removal will occur. In a press release on Monday, City of Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram announced nearly $197,000 in funding for a number of local nonprofits. Fourteen local nonprofits will receive funding from the Federal Community Development Block Grant. Among those receiving the most funding are the Police Athletic League, receiving $25,000 for capital upgrades to PAL Camp, Metro Interfaith, receiving $20,000 for housing counseling and referral program, and Discovery Center receiving $18,666 for capital upgrades to Story Gardens Amphitheater. Mayor Cram stated this funding is going directly to the local nonprofits that provide residents of every age with critical services, like after-school programming, job readiness training, and help for first-time homeowners. By supporting our community partners and the invaluable work that they do on behalf of residents, the city is investing in the well-being of those who live and work here. Achieve Action for Older Persons, American Civic Association, Binghamton Adult Education, Binghamton Housing Authority, Broome County Urban League, CARES, Mothers and Babies Perinatal Network, Tri-Cities Opera, and Vines will also receive funding from the Federal Community Development Block Grant. In Broome County Court, Johnny Hardwick, age 41 of Binghamton, pled guilty to felony attempted robbery in the second degree. He will be sentenced to 12 years to life in New York State Prison on April 26th. Hardwick admitted that on October 21, 2022, he entered Weiss Markets on Pennsylvania Avenue in Binghamton and stole merchandise. When confronted by a store employee, Hardwick pulled out a large knife, threatening the worker. He was apprehended by the Binghamton Police Department a short time later. Due to Hardwick's lengthy violent criminal record that includes felony convictions for sexual abuse in the first degree in 2011 in Broome County and attempted robbery in the first degree in 2002 in New York City, he is classified as a persistent violent felony offender under New York state law. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said defendant Hardwick's criminal history began in Queens in 2000. He has made no effort to lead a law-abiding life. Therefore, it is necessary to protect the citizens of our community for a lengthy period of time. This sentence accomplishes that. A small earthquake in western New York yesterday jolted people awake but apparently caused no significant damage. The U.S. Geological Survey preliminarily reported a magnitude 3.8 earthquake centered east of Buffalo at about 6.15 a.m. on Monday. A seismologist says it matched the intensity of the strongest earthquake the region has seen in 40 years of available records. That's a quake that was recorded in 1999. The shaking lasted only a few seconds but sent residents unaccustomed to earthquakes to social media in search of an ex explanation. Erie County Executive Mark Pollenkars tweeted that the quake was felt in at least a 30-mile radius. Police say an 82-year-old woman who was pronounced dead at a New York nursing home was found to be breathing three hours later at the funeral home where she had been taken. The woman was pronounced dead Saturday morning at Water's Edge Rehab and Nursing Center at Port Jefferson on Long Island. No update on her condition was available Monday. The matter was referred to the state attorney general's office for investigation. A new report says nearly 150 New York City police officers committed misconduct, including using excessive force, while responding to the 2020 protests over the killing of George Floyd. The report released Monday by the city's Civilian Complaint Review Board also says many officers dis disciplined by the police department received punishment that was less than the panel recommended, and some were not disciplined at all. The board says more than 600 complaints could not be investigated because officers could not be identified. 
The NYPD objected to many of the report's conclusions and said it omitted the fact that officers were responding to dangerous situations while protecting the city. Crews in Ohio have released toxic chemicals from five cars of a derailed train near the Pennsylvania state line to reduce the threat of an explosion. Flames and black smoke billowed high into the sky from the derailment site. Norfolk Southern Railway confirmed Monday evening that the cars were draining and that burning was underway as planned. Authorities were monitoring the air quality to make sure that toxic fumes weren't spreading. Ohio's governor earlier ordered residents near the site to evacuate because of the risk of death or serious injury. Officials believe most have left. Pennsylvania's governor said residents of that state near the derailment site also had left, but he urged people within a two-mile radius to keep their doors and windows closed as a precaution. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, chance of showers after 5 p.m., increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of showers mainly before 9 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow, cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 40 degrees. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 26. Thursday, freezing rain likely before 10 a.m., then rain, a high near 43 degrees, a 90% chance of rain. Thursday night, chance of showers before 1 a.m., cloudy with a low near 39 degrees, 40% chance of rain. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Some kids never smile. They're embarrassed by their crooked teeth. They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. That can make everything worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert, a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again, but donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, visit aaoinfo.org. on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Now, one story that caught my eye. Someone in Washington State overcame steep odds to win a $754 million Powerball jackpot. Wow. I have to say, since I started working here, I feel like I see a lot more about the lottery than I used to. Maybe it's just confirmation bias, like when you buy a new car and then all of a sudden you see, notice all the other people driving the same car as you. You're like, wow, there must be a lot of these on the roads. No, you're just noticing it more often. But yeah, I'm seeing a lot of lottery news stuff. Tell you what, if I won the lottery, first news would be moved to noon. We're on Bob Joseph normally from 9 to noon. And then from noon to three, we'll do first news. Is it useful in the middle of the day with no traffic and weather? No, it's not that useful. But come on, if I win a $754 million Powerball jackpot, well, there's going to be no 4 a.m. wake-up times for me. I will not be in the car at 4 a.m. anymore. 
We're going to do a noon show, and it's going to be great. Not useful at all, because it's no longer drive time. 745, you're listening to WMBF. Attention. This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on, or this to the treadmill on your wish list, or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. If you suffer from COPD symptoms like shortness of breath and fatigue, where do you turn? There are medications and oxygen, but do you know about pulmonary rehab? Three out of five COPD patients have never heard of it. Pulmonary rehab is an exercise, education, and support program that gives you tools to manage your condition, and Medicare typically pays for it. So whether it's grocery shopping on your own or just walking across the room, pulmonary rehab can help you. Visit livebetter.org to find out about your options for pulmonary rehab today. It's just... on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We'll have some guardrail repairs on I-81 in both directions between Exit 10, U.S. 11, New York 41, McGraw, and Exit 13, New York 281, Preble. Work started today at 7 a.m. and runs through noon. One right lane of three lanes will be closed. We also have drainage improvements on U.S. 11 in both directions between Blodgett Mills Road and Ridge Road. There will be single-lane alternating one-way traffic with flaggers. Work started today at 7 a.m. runs through noon. All lanes will be closed northbound, and all lanes will be open southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 16 degrees, some fog and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 6 degrees. Today, increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees. Tonight, chance of showers mainly before 10 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow, cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 40. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 26 degrees. And Thursday, freezing rain likely between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m., then rain. A high near 43 degrees, wind gusts as high as 30 miles per hour, 90% chance of rain. Thursday night, rain before 8 p.m., then a chance of showers between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., a low near 39 degrees, chance of rain 90%. 7.50, you're listening to WMBF. At Toshi. on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News Tech Trends, TVs may be getting bigger, but one thing they haven't been adding recently is pixels. 8K is not the big deal that it was supposed to be. Caleb Dennison covers the TV market for digital trends. He says for a while there, if you wanted a top-end TV from any of the major brands, you were getting one with 8K. They were pushing all their best technology into 
8K television. So if you wanted the best out there, you had to step up to this 8K resolution. But recent TV announcements have focused more on older 4K technology. We know that TCL is not going to bother with 8K TVs anymore. It didn't seem like a big priority for LG anymore. Um, I don't think Sony's going to push real hard on 8K TVs anyway, so maybe 8K is not the way, at least for now. And he says there's a simple reason for all that. There is no content. There's very little 8K content to watch. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. Does your advice? Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit fda.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. Individual. Seven fifty-five on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Kyrie Irving is a member of the Dallas Mavericks with the trade from Brooklyn becoming official. The mercurial guard, who will now be paired with fellow All-Star Luka Doncic, could make his Dallas debut tomorrow at the Los Angeles Clippers. Doncic could be out against the Clippers with a heel injury. Whenever the All-Stars do get on the court together, Doncic and Irving instantly become one of the NBA's top duos in a tightly packed Western Conference. Well, the Brooklyn Nets broke up their all-star duo of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving by trading Irving to Dallas. Compared to that, the other top teams in the Eastern Conference look pretty stable heading into Thursday's trade deadline. Boston has the best record in the NBA and a team that reached the finals a season ago. Milwaukee has the league's longest current winning streak at eight games. And the Philadelphia 76ers haven't always been a picture of tranquility in recent years, but they've won 9 of 11 and are third in the conference, just three games behind the Celtics. In the Nets' actual game, Paul George scored 29 points, Kawhi Leonard added 24, and the Los Angeles Clippers overcame a career-high 47 points from Cam Thomas in his first start to beat the shorthanded Brooklyn Nets 124-116. Ivica Zubak added 19 points and 12 rebounds for the Clippers, who won for the eighth time in 10 games and finished 4-2 and on their six-game Eastern Conference road trip. Thomas, who scored 44 to rally the Nets past Washington on Saturday, was even better on the day the Nets completed the trade that sent Kyrie Irving to Dallas, but Los Angeles outscored Brooklyn 25-9 over the final 6 minutes and 20 seconds. Some hockey action. Alexis Lafreniere scored 1 minute, one minute and 37 seconds into overtime, and Jaroslav Halak made 28 saves as the New York Rangers beat the Calgary Flames 5-4. Lafreniere led a 2-on-1 rush and then tracked down the rebound of Mika Zimnajaj's shot, beating netminder Jacob Markstrom for his seventh goal this season. That ended a frenzied game that was tied four times and featured several fights following big hits, two by Rangers captain Jacob Truba. Calgary's Andrew Maggiapane and Michael Stone scored two minutes apart early in the third period to give the Flames a 4-3 lead, but Mika Zibanejad scored his second goal of the game to tie up for the fourth time at 12.55. Philippe Jatil also scored twice for the Rangers who improved to 9-2-3 and three in their last 14 games. And for the Islanders, Kyle Palmieri and Matthew Barzal scored for the New York Islanders in their first game since they acquired all-star center Bo Horvat, leading them to a 2-1 win over the Philadelphia Flyers. 
Horvat made his debut a day after the Islanders signed him to an eight-year contract worth $68 million. The 27-year-old Horvat was chosen as an All-Star and played for the Pacific Division on Saturday. Horvat had already tied his career high with 31 goals this season in 49 games with Vancouver. Nicholas Deslauries scored for the Flyers. And some Mets news. The New York Mets have claimed to reliever San Coonrod off waivers from the NL East rival Philadelphia Phillies. Coonrod has a 7.82 ERA in 12 appearances, covering 12 and two-thirds innings last year for the National League champions. The right-hander is 7-5 with a 5.27 ERA and five saves in 105 games over four major league seasons with San Francisco and Philadelphia. He's struck out 95 and walked 44 in 97 and a thirds innings. The 30-year-old Coonrod was designated for assignment by the Phillies last week when they signed free agent infielder Josh Harrison. To make room on the 40-man roster, outfielder Khalil Lee was designated for assignment by the Mets. 7.59, you're listening to WMBF. Welcome. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number two of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly, ABC News. Coming up next. News, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Tuesday, February 7th. You're listening to WNBF. The Binghamton Planning Commission will hold a public hearing on the city's first licensed cannabis retail store. The shop to be operated by On Point Cannabis at 75 Court Street is expected to open soon. The site has been home to Just Breathe, a business that has been selling hemp-derived products since the summer of 2021. Owner Damian Cornwell was awarded one of New York State's first retail marijuana licenses last November. Cornwell initially had hoped to begin cannabis sales in early January, but the preparation work to meet state requirements has taken longer than anticipated. Cornwell discussed some details of the operation during a planning commission meeting a few weeks ago. The commission has scheduled a public hearing on the site plan review and a special use permit for the new business. The session is set for today at 5.50 p.m. in the Binghamton City Council Chambers at City Hall. A sign at Just Breathe on Monday afternoon indicated the place is closed until Friday. Cornwell was not available to comment on the revised schedule for launching cannabis sales. A walkway over Interstate 81 linking homes in the Sunrise Terrace neighborhood with Otsoningo Park in the town of Dickinson will be removed soon. The pedestrian bridge between Bevere Street and Old Front Street opened for use in January 1968. The State Department of Transportation shut down the walkway without advance notice to the public a few years ago. Town Supervisor Michael Marinaccio said there are more than 300 homes in the Sunrise Terrace development located to the west of the pedestrian bridge. The DOT sent a letter to residents and business operators informing them of what the agency described as an upcoming bridge project. The message explains the project will entail the removal of the walkway. According to the letter from the agency's Andrew Stiles, winter maintenance of the aging structure had become increasingly hazardous, so the decision was made to close the bridge. According to the Evening Press, the walkway cost $312,000 to construct. Over its nearly 55-year lifespan, the bridge was used by a relatively small number of walkers, bicyclists, and skateboarders. The letter noted a new pathway for pedestrians was recently constructed along Front Street. The DOT planned to remove the old bridge during the upcoming construction season. Some nighttime work will be required for the project. It's not known when the removal will occur. In a press release on Monday, City of Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram announced nearly $197,000 in funding for a number of local nonprofits. 
Fourteen local nonprofits will receive funding from the Federal Community Development Block Grant. Among those receiving the most funding are the Police Athletic League, receiving $25,000 for capital upgrades to PAL Camp, Metro Interfaith, receiving $20,000 for housing counseling and referral program, and Discovery Center, receiving $18,666 for capital upgrades to Story Gardens Amphitheater. Mayor Cram stated this funding is going directly to the local nonprofits that provide residents of every age with critical services, like after-school programming, job readiness training, and help for first-time homeowners. By supporting our community partners and the invaluable work that they do on behalf of residents, the city is investing in the well-being of those who live and work here. Achieve Action for Older Persons, American Civic Association, Binghamton Adult Education, Binghamton Housing Authority, Broome County Urban League, CARES, Mothers and Babies Perinatal Network, Tri-Cities Opera, and Vines will also receive funding from the Federal Community Development Block Grant. In Broome County Court, Johnny Hardwick, age 41 of Binghamton, pled guilty to felony attempted robbery in the second degree. He will be sentenced to 12 years to life in New York State Prison on April 26th. Hardwick admitted that on October 21, 2022, he entered Weiss Markets on Pennsylvania Avenue in Binghamton and stole merchandise. When confronted by a store employee, Hardwick pulled out a large knife, threatening the worker. He was apprehended by the Binghamton Police Department a short time later. Due to Hardwick's lengthy violent criminal record that includes felony convictions for sexual abuse in the first degree in 2011 in Broome County and attempted robbery in the first degree in 2002 in New York City, he is classified as a persistent violent felony offender under New York state law. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said defendant Hardwick's criminal history began in Queens in 2000. He has made no effort to lead a law-abiding life. Therefore, it is necessary to protect the citizens of our community for a lengthy period of time. This sentence accomplishes that. A small earthquake in western New York yesterday jolted people awake but apparently caused no significant damage. The U.S. Geological Survey preliminarily reported a magnitude 3.8 earthquake centered east of Buffalo at about 6.15 a.m. on Monday. A seismologist says it matched the intensity of the strongest earthquake the region has seen in 40 years of available records. That's a quake that was recorded in 1999. The shaking lasted only a few seconds but sent residents unaccustomed to earthquakes to social media in search of an ex explanation. Erie County Executive Mark Polencars tweeted that the quake was felt in at least a 30-mile radius. Police say an 82-year-old woman who was pronounced dead at a New York nursing home was found to be breathing three hours later at the funeral home where she had been taken. The woman was pronounced dead Saturday morning at Water's Edge Rehab and Nursing Center at Port Jefferson on Long Island. No update on her condition was available Monday. The matter was referred to the state attorney general's office for investigation. A new report says nearly 150 New York City police officers committed misconduct, including using excessive force, while responding to the 2020 protests over the killing of George Floyd. The report released Monday by the city's Civilian Complaint Review Board also says many officers dis disciplined by the police department received punishment that was less than the panel recommended, and some were not disciplined at all. The board says more than 600 complaints could not be investigated because officers could not be identified. The NYPD objected to many of the report's conclusions and said it omitted the fact that officers were responding to dangerous situations while protecting the city. Crews in Ohio have released toxic chemicals from five cars of a derailed train near the Pennsylvania state line to reduce the threat of an explosion. Flames and black smoke billowed high into the sky from the derailment site. Norfolk Southern Railway confirmed Monday evening that the cars were draining and that burning was underway as planned. Authorities were monitoring the air quality to make sure that toxic fumes weren't spreading. 
Ohio's governor earlier ordered residents near the site to evacuate because of the risk of death or serious injury. Officials believe most have left. Pennsylvania's governor said residents of that state near the derailment site also had left, but he urged people within a two-mile radius to keep their doors and windows closed as a precaution. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, chance of showers after 5 p.m., increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of showers mainly before 9 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow, cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 40 degrees. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 26. Thursday, freezing rain likely before 10 a.m., then rain, a high near 43 degrees, a 90% chance of rain. Thursday night, chance of showers before 1 a.m., cloudy with a low near 39 degrees, 40% chance of rain. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, folks. on WMBF. You're listening to the final hour of First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We'll have some guardrail repairs on I-81 in both directions between Exit 10, U.S. 11, New York 41, McGraw, and Exit 13, New York 281, Preble. Work started today at 7 a.m., runs through noon. One right lane of three lanes will be closed. We also have drainage improvements on U.S. 11 in both directions between Blodgett Mills Road and Ridge Road. There will be single lane alternating one-way traffic with flaggers. Work runs today from 7 a.m. to noon. All lanes will be closed northbound and all lanes will be open southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 19 degrees outside. Windchill has it at 9 degrees. Today increasing clouds with a high near 41. Tonight chance of showers mainly before 10 p.m. Mostly cloudy, with a low near 33 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow, cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny, with a high near 40. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds, with a low near 26. And Thursday, freezing rain likely, between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m., then rain. A high near 43 degrees, wind gusts as high as 30 miles per hour, chance of rain 90%. Thursday night, rain before 8 p.m., then a chance of showers between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. A low near 39 degrees, chance of rain 90%. It's 8.15. You're listening to WMBF. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. 
But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics? Chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles, finding innovative ways to instill old lessons, and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom. It's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first time. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. Individual rates. Eight eighteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Kyrie Irving is a member of the Dallas Mavericks with a trade from Brooklyn becoming official. The mercurial guard, who will now be paired with fellow All-Star Luka Doncic, could make his Dallas debut tomorrow at the Los Angeles Clippers. Doncic could be out against the Clippers with a heel injury, but whenever the All-Stars do get together on the court, Doncic and Irving instantly become one of the NBA's top duos in a tightly packed Western Conference. Well, the Brooklyn Nets broke up their all-star duo of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving by trading Irving to Dallas. Compared to that, the other top teams in the Eastern Conference look pretty stable heading into Thursday's trade deadline. Boston has the best record in the NBA and a team that reached the finals a season ago. Milwaukee has the league's longest current winning streak at eight games. And the Philadelphia 76ers haven't always been a picture of tranquility in recent years, but they've won 9 of 11 and are third in the conference, just three games behind the Celtics. And in the Nets' actual game, Paul George scored 29 points, Kawhi Leonard added 24, and the Los Angeles Clippers overcame a career-high 47 points from Cam Thomas in his first start to beat the shorthanded Brooklyn Nets 124-116. Ivica Zubak added 19 points and 12 rebounds for the Clippers, who won for the eighth time in 10 games and finished 4-2 on their six-game Eastern Conference road trip. Thomas, who scored 44 to rally the Nets past Washington on Saturday, was even better on the day the Nets completed the trade that sent Kyrie Irving to Dallas, but Los Angeles outscored Brooklyn 25-9 over the final 6 minutes and 20 seconds. Some hockey action. Alexis Lafreniere scored 1 minute and 37 seconds into overtime, and Jaroslav Halak made 28 saves as the New York Rangers beat the Calgary Flames 5-4. Lafreniere led a 2-on-1 rush and then tracked down the rebound of Mika Zimanejad's shot, beating netminder Jacob Markstrom for his 7th goal this season. That ended a frenzied game that was tied four times and featured several fights following big hits. Two by Rangers captain Jacob Truba. Calgary's Andrew Maggiapane and Michael Stone scored two minutes apart early in the third period to give the Flames a 4-3 lead, but Mika Zibanejad scored his second goal of the game to tie it for the fourth time at 12.55. Philippe Chatil also scored twice for the Rangers, who improved to 9-2-3 and in their last 14 games. Then Kyle Palmieri and Matthew Barzell scored for the New York Islanders in their first game since they acquired All-Star center Bo Horvat, leading them to a 2-1 win over the Philadelphia Flyers. Horvat made his debut a day after the Islanders signed him to an eight-year contract worth $68 million. The 27-year-old Horvat was chosen as an All-Star and played for the Pacific Division on Saturday. Horvat had already tied his career high with 31 goals this season in 49 games with Vancouver. Nicholas DeSlorius scored for the Flyers. And some Mets news. The New York Mets have claimed reliever Sean Coonrod off waivers from the NL East rival Philadelphia Phillies. 
Coonrod had a 7.82 ERA in 12 appearances, covering 12 and two-thirds innings last year for the National League champions. The right-hander is 7-5 with a 5.27 ERA and five saves in 105 games over four major league seasons with San Francisco and Philadelphia. He's struck out 95 and walked 44 in 97 and a thirds innings. The 30-year-old Coonrod was designated for assignment by the Phillies last week when they signed free agent infielder Josh Harrison. To make room on the 40-man roster, outfielder Khalil Lee was designated for assignment by the Mets. It's 822 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors began the week with minor losses. The Dow Jones gave up 35 points Monday to close at 33,891. The S&P 500 slipped six-tenths of one percent. The Nasdaq Composite surrendered one percent on the day. The big oil bonanza continues. BP this morning reported record annual profits, more than doubling last year's total. Chevron, ExxonMobil, and BP's British rival Shell also have reported their own record profits. Despite the drumbeat of interest rate hikes, the average for a 30-year home loan is actually down nearly one full point from November's high. That may be helping drive more buyers back into the market. Mortgage applications are up by about 25% since the end of last year. And getting a good seat at an AMC theater will cost a little more. The country's biggest movie theater chain is raising the ticket price for seats in the middle by about a dollar or two. Those in the front row will be slightly cheaper. Jim Ryan, ABC News. It's girls. Eight twenty-five on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. You know, this time of year it can be really difficult to get good quality sleep. The days are short, the nights are long, seems like it's always dark outside. With less exposure to sunlight, our circadian rhythms are thrown out of whack. We can get tired and hungry throughout the day, and colder weather might make you less likely to work out. So experts we talked to suggested trying to carve out time to exercise first thing in the morning. That'll help set your energy level for the day. Also, put a premium on eating even better than you do during the summer. Foods with a lot of fiber, for example, are going to help you feel fuller and longer. And just because you're not hot and sweaty, like you might be under the hot sun, do still pay close attention to your hydration. Make sure you're drinking plenty of water, not drinking too much alcohol. You might fall asleep more quickly, but you'll be tossing and turning all night long. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Are you the parent of a 2-7 to seven year old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one -on -one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. 
Attention. You've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. You have to carefully monitor your health for the rest of your life. And you have an increased risk of developing cardiovascular disease. Cut. Take two. Action. You've been diagnosed with a new purpose. To fight for the amazing life you've made for yourself. To look that risk of heart disease square in the face and say, no, not me. You've been given a new opportunity to live. Get started at nodiabetesbyheart.org. Texting private. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We'll have some guardrail repairs on I-81 in both directions between exit 10, US 11, New York 41, McGraw, and exit 13, New York 281, Preble. Work starts today at 7 a.m., runs through noon. One right lane of three lanes will be closed. We'll also have drainage improvements on US 11 in both directions between Blodgett Mills Road and Ridge Road. There will be single lane alternating one-way traffic with flaggers. Work runs today from 7 a.m. to noon. All lanes will be closed northbound and all lanes will be open southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 19 degrees. Windchill has it at 9 degrees. Today increasing clouds with a high near 41. Tonight chance of showers mainly before 10 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees. Chance of rain 50%. Tomorrow cloudy then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 40. Tomorrow night increasing clouds with a low near 26. And Thursday, freezing rain likely between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m., then rain, a high near 43 degrees, wind gust as high as 30 miles per hour, chance of rain 90%. Thursday night, rain before 8 p.m., then a chance of showers between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., a low near 39 degrees, chance of rain 90%. It's 8.30. You're listening to WMBF. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Tuesday, February 7th. You're listening to WNBF. The Binghamton Planning Commission will hold a public hearing on the city's first licensed cannabis retail store. The shop to be operated by On Point Cannabis at 75 Court Street is expected to open soon. The site has been home to Just Breathe, a business that has been selling hemp-derived products since the summer of 2021. Owner Damian Cornwell was awarded one of New York State's first retail marijuana licenses last November. Cornwell initially had hoped to begin cannabis sales in early January, but the preparation work to meet state requirements has taken longer than anticipated. Cornwell discussed some details of the operation during a planning commission meeting a few weeks ago. The commission has scheduled a public hearing on the site plan review and a special use permit for the new business. The session is set for today at 5.50 p.m. in the Binghamton City Council Chambers at City Hall. A sign at Just Breathe on Monday afternoon indicated the place is closed until Friday. Cornwell was not available to comment on the revised schedule for launching cannabis sales. A walkway over Interstate 81 linking homes in the Sunrise Terrace neighborhood with Otsoningo Park in the town of Dickinson will be removed soon. The pedestrian bridge between Bevere Street and Old Front Street opened for use in January 1968. The State Department of Transportation shut down the walkway without advance notice to the public a few years ago. Town Supervisor Michael Marinaccio said there are more than 300 homes in the Sunrise Terrace development located to the west of the pedestrian bridge. The DOT sent a letter to residents and business operators informing them of what the agency described as an upcoming bridge project. The message explains the project will entail the removal of the walkway. According to the letter from the agency's Andrew Stiles, winter maintenance of the aging structure had become increasingly hazardous, so the decision was made to close the bridge. 
According to the Evening Press, the walkway costs $312,000 to construct. Over its nearly 55-year lifespan, the bridge was used by a relatively small number of walkers, bicyclists, and skateboarders. The letter noted a new pathway for pedestrians was recently constructed along Front Street. The DOT planned to remove the old bridge during the upcoming construction season. Some nighttime work will be required for the project. It's not known when the removal will occur. In a press release on Monday, City of Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram announced nearly $197,000 in funding for a number of local nonprofits. Fourteen local nonprofits will receive funding from the Federal Community Development Block Grant. Among those receiving the most funding are the Police Athletic League, receiving $25,000 for capital upgrades to PAL Camp, Metro Interfaith, receiving $20,000 for housing counseling and referral program, and Discovery Center receiving $18,666 for capital upgrades to Story Gardens Amphitheater. Mayor Cramp stated this funding is going directly to the local nonprofits that provide residents of every age with critical services, like after-school programming, job readiness training, and help for first-time homeowners. By supporting our community partners and the invaluable work that they do on behalf of residents, the city is investing in the well-being of those who live and work here. Achieve Action for Older Persons, American Civic Association, Binghamton Adult Education, Binghamton Housing Authority, Broome County Urban League, CARES, Mothers and Babies Perinatal Network, Tri-Cities Opera, and Vines will also receive funding from the Federal Community Development Block Grant. In Broome County Court, Johnny Hardwick, age 41 of Binghamton, pled guilty to felony attempted robbery in the second degree. He will be sentenced to 12 years to life in New York State Prison on April 26th. Hardwick admitted that on October 21, 2022, he entered Weiss Markets on Pennsylvania Avenue in Binghamton and stole merchandise. When confronted by a store employee, Hardwick pulled out a large knife, threatening the worker. He was apprehended by the Binghamton Police Department a short time later. Due to Hardwick's lengthy violent criminal record that includes felony convictions for sexual abuse in the first degree in 2011 in Broome County and attempted robbery in the first degree in 2002 in New York City, he is classified as a persistent violent felony offender under New York state law. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said defendant Hardwick's criminal history began in Queens in 2000. He has made no effort to lead a law-abiding life. Therefore, it is necessary to protect the citizens of our community for a lengthy period of time. This sentence accomplishes that. A small earthquake in western New York yesterday jolted people awake but apparently caused no significant damage. The U.S. Geological Survey preliminarily reported a magnitude 3.8 earthquake centered east of Buffalo at about 6.15 a.m. on Monday. A seismologist says it matched the intensity of the strongest earthquake the region has seen in 40 years of available records. That's a quake that was recorded in 1999. The shaking lasted only a few seconds but sent residents unaccustomed to earthquakes to social media in search of an ex explanation. Erie County Executive Mark Polencars tweeted that the quake was felt in at least a 30-mile radius. Police say an 82-year-old woman who was pronounced dead at a New York nursing home was found to be breathing three hours later at the funeral home where she had been taken. The woman was pronounced dead Saturday morning at Water's Edge Rehab and Nursing Center at Port Jefferson on Long Island. No update on her condition was available Monday. The matter was referred to the state attorney general's office for investigation. A new report says nearly 150 New York City police officers committed misconduct, including using excessive force, while responding to the 2020 protests over the killing of George Floyd. The report released Monday by the city's Civilian Complaint Review Board also says many officers dis disciplined by the police department received punishment that was less than the panel recommended, and some were not disciplined at all. The board says more than 600 complaints could not be investigated because officers could not be identified. 
The NYPD objected to many of the report's conclusions and said it omitted the fact that officers were responding to dangerous situations while protecting the city. Crews in Ohio have released toxic chemicals from five cars of a derailed train near the Pennsylvania state line to reduce the threat of an explosion. Flames and black smoke billowed high into the sky from the derailment site. Norfolk Southern Railway confirmed Monday evening that the cars were draining and that burning was underway as planned. Authorities were monitoring the air quality to make sure that toxic fumes weren't spreading. Ohio's governor earlier ordered residents near the site to evacuate because of the risk of death or serious injury. Officials believe most have left. Pennsylvania's governor said residents of that state near the derailment site also had left, but he urged people within a two-mile radius to keep their doors and windows closed as a precaution. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, chance of showers after 5 p.m., increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of showers mainly before 9 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow, cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 40 degrees. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 26. Thursday, freezing rain likely before 10 a.m., then rain, a high near 43 degrees, a 90% chance of rain. Thursday night, chance of showers before 1 a.m., cloudy with a low near 39 degrees, 40% chance of rain. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Now that- on WMBF. And now we're welcoming Anima Krajian of the Firehouse Stage back to the program. How you doing, Anima? I'm great this this nice cold morning. (laughs) Yeah, well, we get a lot of those around here, I hear. We sure do, but, you know, it's warmer than um, over the weekend, so I'm grateful. Yeah, I I had big plans this weekend to go to Binghamton Pond Fest and see the snowshoe race and the fireworks. Did not happen. Mm -hmm. Didn't happen. (laughs) I didn't even make it to the front door on Saturday. Yeah, sometimes you just have to cut bait. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It just it wasn't the day. Next year. Next right. year I'll see the snowshoe right. race. Well, I have some hot stuff in the firehouse stage coming up, though, so that will make you want to get out of your house. Absolutely. What um, do you got for us? First, yeah, um, I've got some really cool uh, programming coming up. And, you know, I think everybody knows that Valentine's Day is coming. I think uh, any store you go into has the chocolates, has the options. You know, um, every restaurant has a special. And uh, we always have something special, which is our Ladies of Laughter. And uh, the headliner is Maureen Langan. You can go on the uh, firehousestage.org site and you can see a little bit you know, there's um, we always have video that you can find to, to see if you like the performer. Uh, but the uh, Ladies of Laughter on uh, Valentine's Day always sells out. Uh, people come with groups of friends. People come in a couple, you know, with, with a patron. You know, we get, um, you know, mothers and daughters. We get, you know, all sorts of, of groups of people that uh, want to come for Valentine's Day and have something affordable to do. And just laugh for a bit, you know, so you can go to a restaurant first if you want or go, you know, have a drink after or have a drink with us there in the in the firehouse stage. So there's a, a ladies of laughter, as they say, which is always popular and sells out. So I want people to be aware of that. So if you want to do that, please go call our box office at 
888-2404 or go online to firehousestage.org today. And then if you're still in that kind of romantic mood, uh, February 17th and 18th, we have three shows. We have Friday night at 7 p.m., Saturday at 2 p.m., and also at 7 of my unauthorized Hallmark movie musical. Uh, this just played at the Fringe Festival in Scotland, got rave reviews. It is a mix of film and live performance. It's life-affirming. It's love-affirming. Um, it's been called Magical. It's a one-woman show with video footage that coordinates with the live Broadway singers, and, and they talk with each other. Um, it is really a very, very interesting performance. It's funny. It's um, heartwarming. And I think people will really, really love it. I know there's a lot of, um, we're getting some groups of, of friends who are coming because they love the Hallmark movies. And that's what this is about. It's about a woman who's trying to write her own story. And uh, as they say, it's great fun. And then we also, you know, we our Enjoy Jazz comes back. We don't do it in um, January because it's too cold. So we bring it back in February. So Monday, February 10th, we have uh, the Seth Carper Quartet, and he is an amazing saxophonist, and he is going to be doing his original compositions and some arrangements um, from that are from the kind of catalog of uh, alto sax uh, Phil Woods or uh, Kenny Garrett. Cannonball Adderley. I love that name, Cannonball. I just think that's so cool. Yeah, that's a good name. Um, Lee, Lee Konitz. I mean, you know, that's a good name for a dog. It could be it could be fun, too. Um, but it's a good nickname. But So it's bebop um, and post-bebop style of jazz. And so I want people to know that so they know what kind of jazz they're going to hear. I think our, you know, our Enjoy Jazz brings in different styles of jazz every month. And I think that's important because, you know, maybe you like one kind of jazz, but you just never heard another kind. And it's it's a good way to just, you know, find out something new. Um, I will say, I think we have very few tickets, but maybe one or two left to the Irish Comedy Tour. And that's Thursday, February 23rd at 7. This is a zany group, uh, these four guys, and we are the first on their upstate tour. So they were heading through our area, and we know we have a lot of Irish um, heritage people living here, and uh, that is uh, definitely selling out. So I oh, would yeah. say Me you know, go to the website now. Me included. I'll have to be at that one. I'll have to get that last couple tickets there. Well, you better call today because yeah. it is it nobody. Is really nobody beat me out. there. Nobody listening yeah. right now is allowed to beat me to the last couple tickets. <laughs> Good for you. You go for it. I mean, I think the, these guys are, are really, really something. And uh, I'm hoping maybe they'll be an annual. Um, we'll see how it goes and uh, how often they're going to tour. But uh, it's nice sometimes when the artists call us and say, hey, we've heard about you and we hear your cool venue. You know, we want to we wanna perform in your space. So um, that's always a happy phone call to get. Absolutely. Well, Naima, thanks for joining us today. I'm looking forward to all these good events we got coming up at the Thank Firehouse you. stage. Thank you very much. i got to go to work now. <laughs> yeah, all right. Have a good day. <laughs> you too. Bye-bye. That was Naima Krajan from the Firehouse stage. It's 846. You're listening to WMBF. You're watching. News Radio 
849 on WMBF. We're now joined by Preston from Broom Tioga Workforce. How's it going, Preston? It's going well. How are you, James? Oh, pretty good so far. All right. So what do you got for us? Sure. First, we have Al Burke is looking for a rehab crew member. This person's going to be inspecting property issues concerning water fixtures, electrical, flooring, walls, doors, windows, smoke detectors, painting, etc. Fixing and repairing these issues within a rental unit. Less than high school is required. Keystone Associates Architects, Engineers, and Surveyors is looking for an architect slash engineer administrative assistant. This person is going to provide administrative assistance with the preparation of specifications using AIA and EJCDC front-end documents. A GED is required. And finally, Philbin Painting is looking for painters. Painters needed with or without experience, they will train. Salary starts at fourteen fifty an hour, but could be more based on experience. Less than high school is required. For more information, please contact 778-6405 or go to broomtegaworks.com. Now, we are on Facebook, so any of you that have a Facebook account, if you go on, go to your search bar, type in broom-tioga. Our icon will come up. If you click on it and like us, anything we post will be sent directly to you. This could be resume tips, interviewing techniques, networking strategies, job postings, and recruitments. We do have a number of recruitments. First, the New York State DOL Regional Southern Tier Virtual Job Fair will be held on Thursday, February 16th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. A preview day will be on Wednesday, February 15th. People can register at nysdolvirtual3.easyvirtualfair.com. Broomtaga Workforce and the Binghamton Black Bears Job Fair will be held on Friday, February 17th from 2.30 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. at the Visions Veterans Memorial Arena, 1 Stewart Street in Binghamton. There are 26 employers attending the job fair so far and more to come. Bring a resume and receive a free ticket to the Black Bear game that evening. For our off-site recruitments, Raymond Corporation is conducting open interviews on Wednesdays and Thursdays from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at their 22 South Canal Street location in Green. And UHS is looking for nursing assistance. Anyone that is interested, please contact Crystal Travis at 763-5045 or email crystal at crystal.travis at nyuhs.org. So if any of you have any interest in any of those positions, please come out and see what they have to offer. Preston, as always, thank you. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. You as well. Take care. It's 8.52. You're listening to WMBF. The on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We'll have some guardrail repairs on I-81 in both directions between Exit 10, U.S. 11, New York 41, McGraw, and Exit 13, New York 281, Preble. Work started today at 7 a.m. and runs through noon. One right lane of three lanes will be closed. We also have drainage improvements on U.S. 11 in both directions between Blodgett Mills Road and Ridge Road. There will be single-lane alternating one-way traffic with flaggers. Work started today at 7 a.m. runs through noon. All lanes will be closed northbound and all lanes will be open southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 19 degrees. Windchill has it at 9 degrees. Today increasing clouds with a high near 41. 
Tonight, chance of showers mainly before 10 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 50%. Tomorrow, cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 40. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 26. And Thursday, freezing rain likely between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m., then rain. A high near 43 degrees, wind gusts as high as 30 miles per hour, 90% chance of rain. Thursday night, rain before 8 p.m., then a chance of showers between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. A low near 39 degrees, chance of rain 90%. It's 8.55. You're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Kyrie Irving is a member of the Dallas Mavericks with the the trade from Brooklyn becoming official. The Mercurial Guard, who will now be paired with fellow All-Star Luka Doncic, could make his debut tomorrow at the Los Angeles Clippers. In the Nets game, Paul George scored 29 points, Kawhi Leonard added 24, and the Los Angeles Clippers overcame a career-high 47 points from Cam Thomas in his first start to beat the shorthanded Brooklyn Nets 124-116. Some hockey action. Alexis Lafreniere scored 1 minute and 37 seconds into overtime, and Jaroslav Halak made 28 saves as the New York Rangers beat the Calgary Flames 5-4. And for the Islanders, Kyle Palmieri and Matthew Barzal scored for the New York Islanders in their first game since they acquired All-Star center Bo Horvat, leading them to a 2-1 win over the Philadelphia Flyers. Horvat made his debut a day after the Islanders signed him to an 8-year contract worth $68 million. 27-year-old Horvat was chosen as an all-star and played for the Pacific Division on Saturday. He's already tied his career high with 31 goals this season in 49 games with Vancouver. It's 859. You're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Closing out the final hour of WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Coming up next, Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Your chance to call in, contribute to the program, talk about some things going on in the Binghamton area. ABC News, coming up.